are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In 2 Peter 3 verse 18, the Bible says, But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay continues with the series, The Seven Great Principles of Spiritual Growth. As believers, we must ask ourselves, do I have the spirit of Christ or of this world? We need to assess ourselves and determine whether we've been born again, have received the spirit of God, and are growing in the knowledge of God. So let us listen into this anointed word and be blessed. Let us give it up for Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. Can do better for the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Rise your feet, lift up your hand and just pray to the Lord and tell the Lord, speak to me, speak to my heart. Speak to my heart, speak to my heart. Speak to my heart. Father, it is Founder's Day. It is Mother's Day. But it's the Lord's Day, most importantly. And I pray that you will come through for us. Have mercy on us. Forgive us for our sins. Holy Spirit, do a new thing in our very lives. We give you praise. We give you glory forevermore. Thank you, Father. You are good. Lord, you are good. And your mercies endure forever. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, Lord. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, thank you. We bind every demonic force operating in this place and release the anointing of the Holy Ghost to break every yoke in Jesus Christ's mighty name. And all the saints shall say Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together and be seated. You may please be seated in the sight in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, um, today we want to, you know, when you come to um, the house of God you should expect to be fed by the Lord you know anybody who comes to my house eats my food yeah I mean I don't believe in you buying your food and bringing it to come and eat it in my house I'm not a I mean that's not the right thing to do so when you come to the house of the Lord you eat from the table of the Lord hallelujah the Bible says in Luke chapter 14 that the God said that a great man prepared a feast and he bade many. And he said all things are ready. And prior to that he said that blessed is the man who will eat at the table of the Lord. So today we want to share with you the word of God. The Bible says man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Alright? Now we've been sharing very important spiritual principles called the seven great principles the bible says in the book of genesis chapter 2 verse number 7 that man god made man out of the dust of the ground and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became what a living soul hallelujah a living soul ladies and gentlemen we've been learning some principles the principle is a man is a spirit he has a soul 
and he lives in a body. What up? Let's name the first principles, okay? Now, you can see. Let, let's say it again. Man is what? A spirit. Please, open, open your notes. Man is a spirit, has a soul, and lives in a body, okay? How do we know that? Because God created man. Man was dust from the ground. He breathed into his nostrils, and man became a living soul. And therefore, when you die, you'll realize that your body will be sent to a cemetery because your breath is out. So essentially, without the breath of God, man was just dust. From the dust breathed, and he became a living soul. So life comes from the breath of God. From the breath of God. So human beings, you are not just flesh. Because when you die, your flesh will be thrown out. You will not even be kept. So essentially, that which makes you come alive is your spirit. And when your spirit leaves, you are just finished. We are just finished. And God from creation noted that. So that's a very important thing to note. That you are spirit. You are not just flesh. When you are dressing up and you dress yourself, ask yourself, is your spirit dressed? When you feed your flesh, ask yourself, is your spirit also fed? That's very important. And people that don't think about eternity, they think we will live, die, and then we'll be remaining here. No. No. When somebody is dead, you can't speak to the body. You can't. You cannot speak to the body. Because the real person who was alive is gone. That's one of my encouraging things at the graveside for anybody whose spouse or something dies. I put my arms around and say, your spouse is not here. He's gone. This is just the case. This is just the house he lived in while he was with us. His spirit, which is a real person, is gone. So everybody must think about your own spirit all the time. God calls it the inner man. God calls it the inward man. God calls it the real spirit man. And classic of it is 1 Peter chapter 3, verse, verse number 7. 1 Peter chapter 3. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 3, Likewise, you husbands, dwell with your wives according... In fact, give us the verse 3. 1 Peter chapter 3 from verse 3 says, or maybe let's read from verse 1. Watch this carefully. Likewise, wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any does not obey the word, they also may without the word be won by the behavior or conduct of the wives. New King James will be better. Okay, then verse 2. Verse 2. When they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Now look at the third one, verse 3. Do not let your adornment or your beauty or your dressing be merely the outward. Arranging of your hair, wearing of gold, or putting on a fine apparel. Verse 4. But rather let it be the hidden person of the heart. The hidden person. The person you don't see, the spirit. With incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. Which is very precious in the sight of God. So there's an aspect of you that's very precious to God. Kayla. And that is not the one that's wearing these. That's not the one that got the flowers. That's the spirit man. And anybody that you live with, you never live with a physical person. You live with the person's character. There's something inside. The person's real self, you know, is what you live with. When somebody has changed, he has changed something inside because the flesh is the same. So we learned that man is a spirit, has a soul, and lives in a body. And therefore, we need to be cognizant of that and take care of the spirit and then the soul is the combination of flesh and the spirit when the clay was made god put spirit and then man became a living soul so god didn't create a soul created 
made flesh from the dust put spirit in the man and the combination became the soul that is why when you die the spirit goes away the flesh goes back to the dust and then there is no soul because a soul is your intellect your knowledge your your emotion and your all those as will there's no will to a dead body do you get the point there's no will to a dead body so all the persons emotions and things just end on the day that they die okay so man is a spirit remember that and what is the point number two principle number two the spirit of the unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked who can know it the spirit of the unsaved man the spirit of the unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked who can know it okay so when you're not born again your spirit is dead you know that's the difference between the born again spirit and the spirit that is not born again okay so then the next one is the spirit of the saved man is righteous and truly can i have the my face thing i've been trying to tell you all along for a long time the spirit of the saved man is righteous and truly holy all right the bible says in ephesians chapter 4 and verse 24 that you put on the new man which after god is created in righteousness and true holiness okay true holiness so when you're born again your spirit is righteous no matter what happens you may sin by the flesh but your spirit is righteous if you're truly born again you're going to heaven that's why jesus told nicodemus huh you must be born again you must be born again except a man is born again he cannot see the kingdom of heaven all right now number four point number four was what after you're born again your spirit is still a baby it must grow all right so the difference between a baby christian and a mature christian is the development of the spirit is the development of the spirit your spirit must grow when they say somebody is a strong christian it means that the person's spirit is grown okay thank you when somebody is a strong christian your spirit is grown so that's all it means spiritual growth bible says in first peter chapter 2 verse 2 i mean as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby right so it must grow okay it must grow just like a baby needs to feed to grow the spirit of the born again person must also grow point number five is what after you are saved or born again your mind is still the same it must be renewed all right when you see a christian there's no difference between the person's physical being and the person who's in the world their mind the soul must be renewed the idea of the spirit of god like when we were in the garden we had the spirit of god the spirit of god that god breathed in was interacting with god bible says the spirit of god would come in the cool of the day god will come in the cool of the day and say adam where are you and then we'll chat we'll relate but immediately satan corrupted the spirit by lying to them that oh god said if you eat this fruit you will die satan corrupted their spirit when they disobeyed and so immediately god came and said adam where are you they hid themselves and they covered themselves and they told god oh we heard you were in the garden we were naked and so we hid ourselves and god said how come who told you you're naked have you eaten of the fruit i told you not to eat they said oh the, adam said the woman gave me eve said the serpent gave me god said nothing except the fact that he said this servant will be cursed forever and man was going to eat out of the sweat of their faith face and woman was going to labor in pain in childbirth all those things happen 
because of the corrupted spirit and because the spirit had been corrupted you were kicked out of the garden ladies and gentlemen god cannot interact with a corrupted spirit so the spirit was corrupted god had to make a new spirit and bring back the man that's what god had been trying to do and the new birth god said in ezekiel that i'll give you a new heart and i'll put my spirit again within you so that you'll be restored back to the garden so once you are saved your mind is the same the spirit of god must develop you such that its influence will change your mind when i was not born again i used to think certain thoughts bible says when i was a child i thought like a child i behaved like a child you know i reasoned like a child but when i grew up i put away childish things so transformation Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says that be transformed by the renewing of your mind through the word so teachings and going to church must renew your mind your thinking must be different your thoughts about marriage your thought about homosexuality your thought about church your thought about finances your thought about unforgiveness must change it must not remain in the world and that transformation comes through the word and teachings okay and then point number six was what after you're saved your body is still the same you must keep it under control don't be surprised when you see unbelievers behaving like i mean believe behaving like wealthy people because the body is the same the body will never be born again it's still clay it's a spirit that is born again the body never gets born again that's why when we die the spirit is the one that goes and on the rapture god will give the spirit a new body that is not the same because if you carry this body into heaven believe me oh peter's shoes will be in danger of being stolen by the time you realize you're committing adultery with an angel a beautiful angel but this body does not go there and therefore it's going to be a beautiful place so that's the reason why when you come to church you still have to watch your wallet because some people their spirits are not developed or they may not be born again and the flesh can can actually um, by the time you realize your your shoes are your whatever is missing it all happens in church as well there's sin there's adultery and all that it should not be the case when people are really born again and they are developing their spirit but it does because some people are not then the last point was after you're born again your mind is open to all kinds of things you must control your thought isn't it beautiful then we went on to um the seven principle of spiritual growth what was the first principle every christian has three stages of spiritual growth the baby stage the childhood stage and the maturity stage right then point number two is what spiritual babies are dominated by their flesh because their newborn spirits are undeveloped resulting in a life of fleshly works therefore spiritual babies are like religious unbelievers let me explain to you when you're born again and you truly your spirit is truly changed god gives you a new spirit inside of you nobody will see it your flesh your skin color your eyes everything is the same but you're a new man inside you're completely new you get the point now that spirit must grow if it's always go grows through just like human beings babies childhood and adulthood now when you're a baby you are dominated by your flesh the spirit has not developed it's a baby the spirit develops through feeding through prayer through teachings through fasting all those things through holiness through obedience to the word of god and so christians who just got born again never read the bible 
they are just like religious unbelievers. Yeah, they're born again, but they're no different from unbelievers. They do exactly the same thing because their spirits are not developed. You see, and we read in the book of Galatians chapter 5 from verse 16 that really there's a battle between the spirit and the flesh. When you're born again, the spirit of God is the spirit of God. That's not like what the flesh does. So walk therefore in the spirit and you will not fulfill the last of the flesh. Then verse 17 says, For the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these fight one against another so that you cannot do the things that you wish to do. So you could see a Christian who wants to do the right thing, but his flesh wants to do the wrong thing. You know, you don't want to steal, but you feel that you should steal. You don't want to lie. You want to forgive. You even know the scriptures, but something tells you, don't, I mean, it's, it's, it's not fair the way the person treated you. And you just go right ahead and slap the person back. You just go right ahead and decide I'm going to steal anyway. You just go right ahead and commit adultery. You just go right ahead and do. It's because your body, which is not born again, is now in domination. The spirit never grew. So that when there's a fight, the strong body, your body is strong from day one that you got born again. It has been learning to lie, to do the evil things. When I got born again, I was raised in a nightclub, so I was evil, evil. I knew how to lie, how to drink, how to sell girls. I knew how to clap, whatever it was. And here was a little spirit that was just born again. So when I got born again, I was just like an unbeliever for a while until I started studying the Bible, going to church, fasting, worshiping, and growing my spirit suddenly my spirit started becoming stronger and the things that i would do in evil way suddenly diminished and then my spirit took control until such a point that i can now wake up in the morning and pray i can now forgive people without much effort because my spirit has grown and that is how christianity is believe me if you are a christian here and you do not learn to grow your spirit you will never learn to be a true Christian. And everybody will question your Christianity. That's where we hear things like, and they call themselves Christians. It's not because they are not Christians. It's because they have not developed their spirits. And therefore, the battle is never won. They are just exactly like, involved in all kinds of things. And so point number one is three stages. Point number two, the stage of the baby is dominated by the flesh. Point number three, spiritual childhood is dominated sometimes by the flesh sometimes by the spirit is that not correct that's where we see somebody sometimes they are such a good christian and then you meet them at home and you wonder are these demons i mean at certain seasons you don't even know whether it's winter or summer that's a child they cannot maintain just like a child today says i love this tomorrow says i love that when i was a child when I went to my uncle's place for vacation, I said, no, no, I want to change my parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually stood on my, I remember standing on my bed like this and praying and telling God, kill my parents so that my uncle and my auntie will adopt me. Yeah. I said so. I remember that, holding a pillow because my parents spanked me and I felt, felt these people don't love me. But when I go to my uncle's place for vacation, they never spank me. I never wake up early to do any chores. I never have to do any homework. I watch films all day and they're cool with it and they take me in their car i never have to walk i mean i just felt these parents were cool 
and the only way that I will be able to come to this place is if my parents die so I told God kill them because I knew they liked me and they would adopt me such a foolish thought thank God God did not do it my parents lived until I left home so I never was able to go to my uncles but now I look back and I say such a foolish prayer it was because I was a child today I'm here tomorrow I'm there just like children today you have a crush on this man the next time you have a crush on this man it's just the instability of childhood Christianity is like that when your spirit is a child you're dominated sometimes by the flesh sometimes by the spirit you don't even know when you are a good christian when you are a bad christian you don't know when you'll be somebody will forgive you when the person will slap you it's just a child they will grow amen then point number four was what spiritual maturity stage is dominated by the spirit resulting in fruits of the spirit and fruits of righteousness all right so that's what happens when you grow as you grow you become consistent okay spiritual maturity stage is dominated by the spirits write it down dominated by the spirit resulting in fruits of the spirit and fruits of righteousness hallelujah now let me explain to you galatians chapter 5 from verse number 16 i'm going to start again galatians chapter 5 watch this i'm going to read it through you understand it the stages i say you're born again walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh so again see the flesh is strong already the spirit is newborn baby can't do anything babies need to be carried baby need to be fed babies need to be helped so your spirit needs all that before it grows and can stand and overcome the flesh so usually baby christians are dominated by the flesh because the spirit is not grown now here it says from verse 16 i say then 16 walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh now 17 because the flesh wars or lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary one to another so that you cannot do the things that you wish you cannot do the christian things when you are a baby now keep we keep going on then but if you are led by the spirit you are no longer under the flesh or under the law now watch what happens now if you are in the flesh this is what happens now these are the works of the flesh the works of the flesh when they are evident this is how a christian behaves which are adultery fornication sleeping around i mean when somebody's spirit is not born again they behave just in the flesh they don't have to have a wedding have you seen dog and dog having wedding before they sleep together they don't do that they don't that is a christian who is in the flesh it's just like just like anybody in fact the bible calls it carnal carnal means animal instincts animal instincts first speed Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1 it says you are carnal babes are carnal animal instincts so animals don't have to have a wedding they don't have to marry oh you're ready I'm ready too just come on Visit, come tonight tomorrow come do this that's how it is they don't have to control themselves they poo poo they mess up they just mess up and they don't care that's the baby Christian Bible says these are the works adultery fornication uncleanness lewdness they, they, they dress anyhow idolatry idol worship you'll be surprised that somebody is here in the church maybe in the choir maybe even a shepherd maybe 
playing the keyboard, not now, but you know, maybe taking off. But the person has voodoo, has black power, black magic, has an idol in the home. You'll be surprised. A little God here, a little demon there. You'll be surprised. So, idol worship, sorcery, they have hatred, contentions, always fighting, jealousies, outbursts of anger. And you wonder how. It's because of that. I'm explaining it to you. Selfish ambitions. They're selfish. They don't care about anybody. Now, you can see when you get to the church and people are, there are people who are very selfless. They want to help everybody. They want to cook. They want to clean. They want to serve. They want to give to people. Other people, it's my, so long as I'm okay, you keep quiet and pretend you're okay. That's selfishness. Adverse of dissensions. Dissensions. Clicks here. Me, I don't talk to the people here. Me, I don't talk to the guys here. I don't talk to the young people. I mean, I hate those people who are this color. Me, those are heresies. And then keep going. These are the works of the flesh. Envy. Envy. How many have been envious recently? You won't lift up your hand too. Envy, murder, drunkenness. They drink till they've collapsed. Revelings and such like, of which I tell you before, and just as I've told you in the past, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mercy. But God, his mind is to change us as we transform into adulthood. Look at the next thing, verse 22. But the fruit of the spirit, when you're born again, the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. The person is not unfaithful. Faithfulness. Such a person is a beautiful character to be with. God changes your inner person to be... I mean, when you, you are with somebody who has these characteristics, you are very peaceful, full of joy, full of love, full of patience, kindness. That's the kind of person you want to be around, right? That's the kind of person you want to be. That's the kind of person God has prepared for you to become. That's why God says, put on the new man. The new man is kind, is, has goodness, has faithfulness, not unfaithfulness. I've been married for, with my wife for 20, I'm going on 27 years by the grace of God. By the grace of God. She's been the only woman I've known by the grace of God. It's called faithfulness. You can't do that if you don't develop your spirit. You can't. But it wasn't like that when I was an unbeliever. Even it wasn't like that when I was a young believer whose spirit was not grown. Faithfulness. Keep going. And the Bible says, against such, verse 23, there is no law. Gentleness, self-control. All those things come with spiritual development. You see that? So that's what happens. That's, that's called the fruits of the spirit. Now, also, you will see, as I will show you, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, from verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. Now, look at this. The Bible says, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, that, and I, brethren, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but carnal people, carnal, carnal remember, canine, animal instincts, as carnal people, fleshly people, as babes in Christ. Now watch this. He said then the next verse. Babes, this is what they behave. I fed you with milk and not solid food. 
for until now you were not able to receive it and even now you're still not able verse 3 verse 3 for you are still carnal for where there is envy there's strife there's divisions some homes you go and there's always a quarrel some marriages always a quarrel some children always have an issue with their parents no peace some people are always quarreling with one another in church that's carnal that's babes you know and bible says when you do that you bring divisions among yourselves strife envy and are you not carnal and behaving like mere men in other words you are behaving as if you are just natural men who cannot receive but you are not like that say amen you are not like that so the spiritual maturity is dominated by the spirits okay now point number five there are three types of temptations i'll just name them temptations of the babies temptations of the are uh, the temptations of the flesh that's sexual temptations tempted with food tempted with emotions and forgiveness just the flesh i mean when you're supposed to go to work ah, laziness is part of it yes sleeping okay now temptations of the childhood is temptations of instability today they like you tomorrow they don't like you today they belong to this church tomorrow i don't want to be in this church luke chapter 4 14 the bible says that not being children anymore don't be children anymore toss to and fro today they like you today they don't like you today they read the bible tomorrow they don't read the bible that's just instability tempted with instability okay temptations of childhood you know the world a little god a little church a little clubbing a little you know prayer a little then i don't worship a little they're just confused like many children are confused children are the most conflicted especially the teenage age i'm not sure whether i'm an adult or i'm a child and so they're always wondering one time they are standing toe to toe with their parents and then fighting them and that child they are asking please i don't have money can you help me if you're strong enough to fight how come you can't buy your own food so that's how it is but once they grow, they realize that, oh, they take care of everything. That's maturity. So when people are still mature, they still have temptations. Those are the temptations of the pride, of obedience. Now they read the Bible. Should I do it or should I not do it? They know the right thing and they want to do it. So obedience or disobedience. You know, you know I think that basically all these things boil down to spiritual growth. Okay. So for the next, and then number six means, your spiritual age does not correspond to your natural age. In other words, when somebody is born again, you don't say that, oh, because you got born again two years ago, you are a stronger Christian than the person who got born again one year ago. No, it depends on how much you have been fed. So somebody may have been Christian for 35 years but never reads the Bible. Some other person might be Christian for three years but reads the Bible they'll be stronger. Jesus Christ lived only for 33 years. And for three years, he was on the scriptures. He became stronger than many of the rabbis because he was deep in the word. That is what causes us to grow. So spiritual maturity is not age-related. It is feeding-related. Just like muscles. Muscles is not the age of the person that determines. Ah, you can have somebody who's a teenager who will just floor you if you go and fight him. Although you're 45. Do you get the point? You can get also a 65-year-old man like Mike Tyson when you see him. Even now, 
he still exercises he can bring you down even if you're 18. you get the point that's the same thing with spiritual things the more you feed the stronger you become and therefore christians must learn to feed hallelujah now i'm going to talk about just three ways of converting so that that's the most important thing that we need to do okay that's the most important thing we need to do is to feed our spirits after learning all these principles what's the use of these principles is it just information no it's so that we will know that there is an aspect of us called the spirit that needs to be fed ezekiel chapter 36 from verse 26 and i'm going to take you through ezekiel chapter 36 from verse 26 to 28 the bible says i will give you a new heart and i'll put a new spirit within you and i will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh now verse 27 i will put my spirit within you please when you come to church ask yourself do you have the spirit of christ or you have the spirit of the world one day when the rapture happens and christ is coming for his people he will not look at the faces of christians he will not look whether you're in church or you're outside there he will look at your spirit whether it's the spirit of god or the spirit of the world make sure you're born again nicodemus was a teacher of the jews came to jesus at night and was telling jesus you are such a great man of god because nobody can do this except god be with him jesus didn't mince words told him you must be born again stop beating about the bush and get the spirit of god inside of you ladies and gentlemen that's what saved nicodemus that's where john 3 16 came from for god so loved the word that he gave it the only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life god says i will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes believe me you can never walk in the statutes of god never do the word of god until the spirit of god is inside of you there's no way an unbeliever cannot do the things of the spirit you cannot today i'm explaining to you and i'm presenting to you what you need to have ask for the spirit of god my spirit within you and when i put my spirit i'll cause you to walk in my statutes and will keep my judgment and you'll be able to do them believe me watch yourself it's hard to do the bible what the bible says it's hard to be kind it's hard to be unforgiving it's hard not to commit adultery it's hard to stop pornography it's difficult not to lie it's just not natural why should it but when the spirit of god comes in you it's possible then he goes on not only that will not only will you be able to do it the next verse, verse 28 then you shall dwell in the land that i gave you your fathers and you shall be my people and i'll be your god god says without his spirit you cannot be his people so don't define heaven going christians as people who go to church the definition is those who have the spirit of god they are the people of god then verse 29 it says then i will deliver you from all your uncleanness i will call for grain and multiply it and bring no farming upon you god cleanses us the blood of jesus christ is here to cleanse us 
the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us so that God will put his spirit inside of us. That's the whole idea of Christ's death. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. So the blood of Jesus Christ comes to clean you up and prepares you for the spirit of God to enter. The spirit of God cannot enter a regular human being. When the blood of Jesus Christ has not done its work, it's too unclean to do it. And let me tell you, Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 30, says that on that day, Jesus Christ is going to look at people and decide who will go to heaven based on his spirit. He says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. In other words, if you don't have the spirit of God, there is no seal. A seal means your confirmation. That's the only thing I want to say today. That until you have the spirit of God, you cannot go into heaven. And the spirit of God cannot come in until the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed you. And today, if you didn't hear even one word that I preached, accept the fact that Jesus said, except you are cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ, the spirit of God cannot come into you. And except the spirit of God can come into you, you cannot be born again. And if you are not born again, then our Christianity is useless. So the first thing is to be born again. The second thing is to grow your spirit. And you grow your spirit by the word of God. Let me tell you, one way of assessing whether your spirit is growing is number one, are you, when a child is there, the mother has to bring the child to the breast. When a child is growing, the child starts by picking up the formula to his mouth. And very soon, eats regular food. Nobody, when the child is hungry, they know it and they call for food. One sign of Christian maturity is when you pick up your Bible and you read yourself regularly. Believe it. Every real person that has grown, you don't wait at 16 years for your mother's breast to come into your mouth. No. Or formula. Now, if you have formula, this man came here with formula. This was milk and had the, what's it called? The tooth, what's it called? The nipple. Oh, it's also called nipple. And the man keeps nippling away. Not nibbling, nippling away. What would you think? There's something very wrong. But he comes with a cup with a, and opens it and drinks. That's a mature man. Comes with food and opens the flask and starts feeding. That's a mature man. Ladies and gentlemen, when people come to church and they expect the nipple, they are not grown. When the first time you hear the Bible being read is in church, you are still a baby. You can change easily. When regularly you can pick up your Bible, not just for church, but nobody has called you in the morning to pray or to read the Bible and you have a tendency to read. You are on your way to strong believer. Not many Christians do that. Not many Christians. Believe me, the Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. Please, even if you don't know how to do it, when a child is a baby and learns to feed, they will grow. Today, I want to encourage you, learn to feed, learn to pick up your Bible and read. Even if you don't understand it, just like my child, when I started giving adult food, they spat it out initially, they didn't like the taste, but the taste grows on them. And now my child eats more than I do.
Yeah. The food in the house, more of it is eaten by my maid than I do. Christianity is like that. Believe me, please, please. Let nobody deceive you. When Adam did not want, when the Satan did not want Adam and Eve to relate with God, you know what he did? He disconnected them from the word of God. He told them, did the word God say that you should not eat of this? Forget about him. It's not true. You will not surely die. What he was saying is that don't pay attention to the word of God. He did not want them to grow. Today, the devil is speaking the same thing to many Christians. Forget about the word. Forget about the word of God. Forget about the word of God. Don't no need to read your Bible. What's the use of the Bible? Live your own life without depending on the Bible. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Satan. The Bible says he was more subtle than any animal. He came in subtlety. Many of you won't even believe it when I tell you that your lack of Bible reading is what is causing your stall, the stalling in your growth. Start picking up the Bible on a daily basis and reading. Start with something that's exciting to you. Say the book of Acts. Say the book of John. Say Genesis, which is a story. And read one chapter a day. Watch your spirit grow. I can assure you, you will never be the same. And don't stop. Even if you don't understand it, the taste of the Bible grows on you. Yeah. Until you've started doing that, and the devil likes it because he can control you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The devil knows the difference between a weak Christian and a strong Christian. And yeah. Let me tell you, the book of Matthew chapter 12 and verse, from verse 43, he says when an, a, a, the old spirit is left a person, when an evil spirit and an old, left a person, when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. When you get born again, evil spirits cannot stay with the spirit that is born again. I tell you, let me tell you how to maintain that. Now what happens? Watch next verse, verse 44. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. When you get born again, no demon is entering. You are born again. You have the spirit of God. And the evil spirits cannot come. Old spirits cannot come. Backsliding is a return of the old spirit. How do they come? It says, I will return to my house from which I came. Don't take it for granted that when you are born again, it's finished. You can backslide. And when he comes, he finds the place empty, swept clean, put in order. Then you know what he does? The devil comes. Next verse. With seven then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter into the person where they, were, where they dwelt. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. So shall it be with this wicked generation. Let me tell you. When evil spirits come, they're looking for one thing. Is it empty? There's no word. There's no scripture. There's no teaching. There's nothing there. No, no worship. No prayer. Your spirit is as it was. Babies, when a lion is looking hunting, it doesn't go for the adults. Eh? It goes for the baby antelope. The baby, whatever it is. Because they know that's where it is most vulnerable. And the devil knows that. So long as you don't feed on the word, you are a weak Christian. Temptations will come to you more 
it's easier to be demon possessed it's easier to influence your home it's easier to affect you but a strong christian i can assure you the bible says the entrance of the word brings light and give us understanding to the simple and john chapter 1 verse 5 bible says that the light shines the light of the word shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overpower it today i want to tell you be strong in the lord by being strong in the word pray when the devil came to jesus tempted him three times how did jesus overcome him by the scriptures the devil will come that if you are the son of god convert this stone into bread and jesus will say it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the father satan couldn't wow round one satan was down round two he said he took him to the hills and looked at all the places look at the world and all the glories i will give it to you if you'll only bow down to me and worship me just for a few minutes then jesus said it is written thou shalt worship the lord thy god and him alone shall thou save it is written each time and then the third time satan said man this guy knows the word so you know what satan did he came this time with the word third temptation he said if you are the son of god cast yourself from the top down and he quoted a scripture in psalm 91 he said for the scripture says that the lord said he will give his angels charge over you to bear you up in case you dash your foot against a stone and jesus counted again the third time with a scripture thou shalt not tempt the scripture says thou shalt not tempt the lord thy god ladies and gentlemen when evil tempts you evil comes your way nothing but the scriptures will help you your knowledge of the scripture bible says in the beginning was the word the word was with god the word was god the more word you have in you the more god you have in you bible says greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world that is the word is that greater one have you seen god before nobody has but you've seen the word the word has transformed people the word has brought deliverance the word has brought teaching the word has grown christians the world the word of god has built the church the word of god is what has made your pastor this strong it's the word that will secure you the word brings wisdom brings deliverance the word brings you to overcome the word brings makes you spiritual and strong ladies and gentlemen don't drop that bible the bible is the basis of all the constitutions of the world the americans constitution in god we trust is where it starts every constitution has a scriptural basis don't joke with the word i know that the church has not preached the word enough today when you come we put all the scriptures on the screen therefore you don't even need to open your bible don't be deceived because of technology it's a good thing but its side effects are unspiritual from today never leave home without reading the bible have that policy no bible no breakfast because jesus christ said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word therefore anytime i'm about to eat bread for breakfast i said 
what about the bread of the word and i pick up my bible at least one chapter a day and i don't do it because i'm a pastor i did it when i became a christian and i had demonic attacks nightmares the thing that saved me from those demons was the word because in my family every male that rises up and goes to college dies without exception or becomes mad or gets lost or becomes nothing therefore my parents were afraid that i would die because i was going to college my only salvation was that when i entered college my mother didn't want me to go to college because she knew totally that i would die but i found christ i found christ i found christ and i had a dream and jesus embraced me and then pointed to the word and the church i said me i will not be a baby anymore i will not that deep that thing about when the spirit goes out it comes and finds out is a place dry is there any scripture believe me that's what they find out they find out the devil find out is god in you is the word in you is you are you growing or you're just weak sometimes you don't connect the life's events with spiritual immaturity start reading your bible because when they come and they have your spirit filled with the word filled with worship songs filled with christian songs i gave up all my unbeliever songs for songs that has scripture in them and i've enjoyed it when i'm sleeping the bible is either praying or a preaching message is on or christian music is on i don't leave my spirit open for the devil i don't want to give him even one chance because i value my life i've seen my uncles die my grandfathers who were of young age die cancer things when they were young i said me i will fill myself with the word the bible is a light i'm not talking the bible that you put your head on to sleep it is useless until it enters your spirit through reading and reading with the mind that i want to do what it says that is what grows a christian and many nice christians because you have dressed nicely here you look like people whose spirits are strong it's a joke it's fake stop the dressing of the outward and dress with value the inward using the word and see your life propel to the highest level whether it's financial life ministry life academic life that god told me when i was doing my exam daniel chapter 1 verse 17 it says read it and he said that's for these hebrew boys he gave them knowledge skill in learning and wisdom and he gave them even dreams about exams and they were 10 times better i read that scripture in daniel 1 i prayed it every exam i stopped failing my exam from then of course i studied because he said he gave them knowledge and skill in learning so i realized that you need to have skill in learning that was the change the bible is so practical only that christians are not practical enough to practicalize the practical bible may you be changed may you become the christian bible reader who is strong christian because you have christian books christian literature christian music christian prayer christian friends word based when you come write notes and see your life change you'll become a strong christian who will overcome this flesh and every blessing that god has for your spirit and for your life will come to pass rise to your feet put your hands together for jesus today i came as a mother on mother's day feed your spirit 
the spirit of the founder which is the spirit of a mother is here put your hand on your heart there's a lot of food waiting a lot of grilled meat grilled fish grilled things a lot of nice things waiting but today remember that on the day that we prepared variety of food for you god prepared you eternally with variety of scriptural food put your hand on your heart and say lord i made a mistake i eat food every day through my mouth but now i have learned to eat spiritual food the word of god worship music prayer will be my portion help me lord to draw close to you because greater is he that is in me that means the word scriptures your spirit will be inside of me i want to be strong christian that nobody no demon no foul spirit no enchantment no charm will be able to affect me i plead the blood of jesus upon everyone here lord touch them secure the finances secure their jobs secure their families secure their schools secure their grades secure their destinies by filling with your word so that we'll grow into strong christians we bless your name now if you're here and you want to give your life to jesus you've heard this word and something inside of you says you want to start all over again it doesn't matter how many years you've been a churchgoer or you've been a christian but you feel like you need a fresh start the lord start with me again give me that fresh spirit cleanse me by the blood of jesus christ and give me that fresh spirit and make me a strong christian if you are here like that jesus wants to make a difference in your life and i'm going to pray that the angels will touch you wherever you're standing father i command the open heavens that everybody who's making a decision for a fresh start, you will touch with your angels and deploy angels to, to accompany your people even before they leave here. Right now, touch them. Now, if you're here, you want to have a fresh start, just wherever you start, lift up your hand and let me pray with you. God bless you. Lift up your hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. God bless you. I see that hand. I see that hand. No, wherever you are, God bless you. God bless you. There are many people you want to have a fresh start I'm praying that angels will touch every elevated hand. Lift up your hand. Heaven, open heavens will make a difference in your life. Watch it. God bless you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. More people want to lift your hand. Angels of God will touch you and make a difference. Don't be ashamed of anybody standing by you. Thank you, Lord. Now, if your hand is up, I want to put oil on your forehead. Come, come, give me oil. I want to anoint you before you leave here no evil formed against you will prosper walk up to the front clap for them as they come give me some oil if you've lifted your hand walk up to the front right now i'm going to mark you with the oil of god father i lift up to the open heavens anoint afresh this oil and whoever it touches from today may there be a transformed life a transformed spirit a cleansing the power of god almighty will watch over you and he'll give you angels to deploy you to be deployed in your favor walk up to the front wherever you are father in the name of jesus touch your people lift up your hand here and say this after me say almighty father i come to you just as i am 
I want a fresh start. Please forgive me for all my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. He died for me and God raised him from the dead. By this faith, I am born again. I am a child of God. I will grow in the Spirit. Fill me with your sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Be anointed for permanent mature Christianity. In the name of Jesus. Anointed for permanent mature Christianity. From today, may the oil mark you and break every yoke. And keep you for permanent Christianity and the kingdom. You will never be out of the kingdom anymore. God's garden will be your portion. In Jesus' name. From today, be marked. May like the Passover blood. When the enemy of death is coming, it can only pass over and not affect you. I see the blood of Jesus Christ cleansing and filling you with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, permanent. You will never fall again. You will never fall again. Be blessed. May the ointment of God fill you with power and your whole family in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow. Weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.